Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast. Industry leaders share their insights. Five questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. Let's get to it. Scott, question number one. Who are you and what do you do? Hey, uh, thanks, Rick. I am a network engineer, security engineer by trade, uh, but right now I'm the CEO and founder of a company called SoulCyber. Uh, we are a managed security services organization, but that term is used by everybody. Um, and so I helped build uh, two of the world's largest MSSPs in Semantic and FireEye Manion. Um, and what we're trying to do is take all the lessons learned from doing this for 2025 years with the Global 1000 and make that applicable to the small medium enterprise. And so what, we're, what we really specialize in is getting world-class nation-state-grade security landed in you know 2,000 feet below companies in a really easy, no-brainer, financially consumable model uh, using best-in-class technology and processes. So that's that's whole cyber and then uh, customers really love it. It makes sense, and I, I appreciate what you guys are doing for that that segment. I think it's important. So, why do you love being a cyber professional? Well, because I'm terrible at golf, and I really wanted to be a golf professional. I couldn't quite make it in uh, in that uh, <laughs> endeavor. No, they, no, they're not fair. I tell I tell everybody this all the time, which is, uh, it's great to do something that makes a difference. I mean, we we try we spend so much of our time focused on the attackers. But most of the time, we actually spend in just helping companies get better security. If they have better security, they get to a position where they feel really confident that this problem is solved, it's under control, and they get to get on with doing what they care about in their service and products and supporting their customers. And so, you know, I've seen some crazy stuff. I've got some amazing stories, so it's always exciting and fun. But at the end of the day, you're doing something that makes a difference. I mean, it, you, we battle nation states on a consistent basis. Uh, we try to keep companies protected so that they can stay in business. And that that means something. And so I think the mission of cybersecurity, once you really get into it, and I'll tell anybody who's sort of debating getting into cybersecurity, that mission really makes a difference in your life because it feels like you're moving things forward and trying to help the world be a better place. No, that's great. I appreciate that. Buzzword alert, cybersecurity is a top concern, right? Yeah. So what does that mean to you? The, so it's funny because there's so many acronyms in the space. Uh, what I think it, what, what we talk about with our doctors all the time is breaches are sort of inevitable. Um, so the, and by a breach, it just means something getting infected or somebody getting something happening on a laptop. What we say is that in today's world, uh, that's going to happen. What you're trying to do is quickly understand, detect it, respond to it and contain it. So it's sort of like night minute issue, right? If somebody clicked on something that they weren't supposed to, or maybe they put their username and password somewhere they shouldn't have. I need to find that, stop it immediately and get it under control so everybody can get back to their daily life. And so to me, cybersecurity is that process of taking away that uncertainty. If, if I'm safe today, but I'm breached tomorrow, would I know? Would I be able to do something about it? Um, and we want to take that uncertainty away and move to certainty saying, yeah, I would know. And I wouldn't know what to do about it. And I'd have a, a company that really solved that problem for me. So to us, cybersecurity is really changing that mindset and saying, I don't know to feel super confident that you're in a good spot. No, it's great. So what, what insight do you want to share with the rest of our cyber network? Mm -hmm. uh, the main thing I would say is that um, the, the the attack landscape, because we focus on small medium enterprise, my, most of my career has been global 1000, and they sort of get that they're a target. What I think is starting to really seep through the industry, but it's still not completely understood, is that the mid-market is, is an attack uh, pattern right now. And the, it's not so much that the bad actors are targeting them specifically, they're targeting everybody. And the tools and processes that they have um, are indiscriminate and they're able to go with a broad sweeping path. 
And so we see companies all the time that have been reached at 400 users, 500 users, 200 users, 1,000 users. When we talk to these companies, they say, we never thought we were going to be a target. You know, what do we have? And I'm, But you know, maybe they're a manufacturer or maybe they do something specific around supporting their customers in a service. All of a sudden that gets shut down and they're in a position where they can't do what they're, they're being paid to do and they start losing revenue. So the biggest thing I tell everybody is that the mid-market is 100% a target. It's not that... Tar- the attack that they're doing it to them to be me is that they're targeting via automated tools, everybody. And once they get in and get a foothold, then obviously they'll go through their activities, get paid, ransom, exfiltrate the data, things like that. So you really need to be a, a lot more sophisticated in your security posture than you probably had to be three years ago. That makes sense. So let's get to the fun question. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? I'm really glad you said all of them to be ahead of time. Um, to me, I don't know if, uh, if anybody else will say, but the StarTech telephone, Todd, I don't know why. I mean, I loved games, love the kids, all this stuff. But when I got that StarTech, I was just like, I could immediately feel that this was a game-changing piece of technology. Within like a week, I would say I was, a, I was just a close to addicted to it as you could get to a piece of technology. It was probably the first time where I felt that feeling of like, oh my God, I can't, how did I live without this thing? I remember the very first time uh, we were trying to coordinate uh, a dinner before it used to, you know, call everybody from your work phone and, or send an email. And now, you know, I had a phone and my buddy had a phone. I'm like, I'll just call you on the way. And it was like, my, and for some reason, also the flip piece was really cool. And you could get really addicting by clicking it up and clicking it down, clicking it up, clicking it up, like irritating all of your friends by snapping your stupid star tech all the time. Um, but I love that. I love this to this day. There's still a place in my heart. Like, man, I'd get star tech probably if uh, they'd let me. Nice. The first fidget spinner as well, right? Yeah, exactly. That's a great way of putting it, actually. <laughs> Man, Scott, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You got it. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for watching the CyberPro Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content.